Hi, Ann Pearson here. And before I begin today's episode, I'm excited to tell you about the Paralegal Bootcamp's new three-step roadmap to manage cases like a rock star paralegal. If you're fairly new to litigation, this quick start guide will help you figure out three things that you can be doing to help you better anticipate what the attorney needs before they have to ask for it. It'll help reduce some of those last minute scrambles, especially if you're working for an attorney who's a procrastinator or someone who doesn't always share all of the important case information with you. I put this three-step roadmap into a downloadable PDF for you, and it's completely free. You can get yours on our website at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash three steps. Hi there, you're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Did you know that you could be losing 40% of your productive time when you're multitasking? Yes, I know. I was shocked to learn that, especially as someone who used to brag about how good I was at multitasking. Let's talk about how we can improve our time management in today's episode. So the definition of work-life balance is the state of equilibrium where a person equally prioritizes the demands of one's career and the demands of one's personal life. I don't know if that's possible when you work in a legal profession, but let's give it a try. Jack Welch said, there's no such thing as work-life balance. There are work-life choices and you make them and they have consequences. I know I can't solve the work-life balance or work-life choice problem in one episode but I sure hope I can give you a few quick actionable strategies so that you can see a little improvement in your day because there are never enough hours in the day. That rings especially true if you're a paralegal working under the strict deadlines that are typical in the legal profession. Unlike other professionals, paralegals who are running tight on time can't just say, well, we'll get to that tomorrow instead of today. The deadlines that you have usually come from a court order, rules, or regulations, or if it's a commercial transaction or a real estate transaction, then there's a closing on a specific date. Paralegals don't have the option of not meeting the deadline. So what happens if you happen to have a day when you've been checking your phone a few times and you got sent down that Facebook rabbit hole for an extra five or 10 minutes here and there? What happens then? You can't push the deadline. It means you're working late or you're working over the weekend to make up for it because those deadlines can't be pushed. The work has to get done, whether you do it now or tonight. So here's three tips to help you get the most out of your day and hopefully get you out of the office sooner. Tip number one, stop multitasking. We often think of multitasking as doing more than one thing at the same time, like watching Netflix while sending emails about this weekend's family gathering or driving while talking on the phone, or grocery shopping while talking on the phone. Multitasking is both doing multiple things at once, 
like driving and talking on the phone. And it's also alternating between different tasks instead of finishing one and then moving on to the other. When you're multitasking, you're not doing two things at the same time. Instead, what you're doing is rapidly going back and forth between tasks. That's called task switching. It's this switching process that's mentally taxing. Your brain has to recall instructions each time you go back to that prior task. Then the brain puts it aside as it retrieves instructions for the next task, and you repeat the process. Now, the thing is, the more complex the task, the more time it takes to switch between the tasks. Multitasking could be reducing your paralegal productivity by as much as 40%. Imagine if you could get back 40% of your day just by using this one time management tip. Now, that percentage depends on what type of tasks you're switching back and forth to. Let's say you're grocery shopping and talking on your cell phone. That might only be a reduction of 10% because it's not high-level brain work. Compare that to drafting a trial exhibit list while you're reading emails from a client. Those tasks require higher brain recall. Let's say that's more like a 25 to 30% reduction in productivity. That's still huge. In an eight-hour day, it's taking you a couple more hours to get your work done just because of multitasking. I also know that some people think studies are overrated and could be off by a little bit. So let's say this study is 50% off. We cut those couple of hours in half to one hour. Okay. Well, that's still five hours a week. Multiply that by an average of 48 work weeks in a year. That's assuming you're taking some holidays and vacation days. 48 times five is 240. 240 hours in a year. What could you do with 240 hours? A lot, I bet. Look. I'll tell you, back in the day, I used to brag about being great at multitasking. I wasn't. I was significantly impacting my time management. So tip number one, stop multitasking. Number two, replace your projects list with a task list. Most to-do lists look more like a projects list. A project is something that has more than one task that has to be completed in order to check it off as completed. For example, let's say your to-do list for tomorrow might be, one, I've got to do the Smith case interrogatory answers. Two, I've got to do the depot prep on the Axelrod case. And three, I've got to do the trial exhibit list for the Dorsey versus ABC case. So three things on our to-do list. Instead, think of those things as projects that require more than one action to complete. With that mindset, you know that you're never going to be able to check those items off your list until the entire project is done. Instead, break up that projects list into the discrete tasks that it's going to take for you to complete the project. For example, the first one was the Smith case interrogatory answers. You're not just sitting down at your computer drafting those interrogatory answers off the top of your head. Before you can start drafting them, you have to maybe... One, call the client to get some of the draft interrogatory responses. Two, you've got to review some of those client documents to get other answers to some of the other questions. Three, you might be looking at a template or a form or some prior answers, or you're going to start drafting the interrogatory answers. So there might be four things on your to-do list, one project, four tasks. 
Then as you complete each one, you check it off. And there is something mentally rewarding about seeing that completed. Then if you were to look at the next example, doing the depot prep for the axelrod case, what does that mean? That's a whole project. Because in order to get that project done, you're probably going to be reviewing production files for some depositions in that case. You're probably going to be reviewing other deposition transcripts that mention that witness. Maybe you're going to be reviewing some expert deposition notebooks. Then you're going to start assembling the depot prep notebook. Again, this is going to allow you to check more items off on your list, but it's not just the physical act of checking it off. It's that it's not a to-do list. It's a project list. So it's okay to have that as your project list, but then have a separate task list for each project. Some projects, you might have 16 different tasks in it in order for you to get that one project done. Okay, next, our third is to prioritize your workday every day. We have so many distractions coming at us every day. Some of those come from our electronic devices, but we can also get distracted if we're not able to focus on exactly what we have to get done today. So I want to give you two different options to prioritize your day. There's a whole bunch of other options, but this would be good. One is the Ivy Lee method. With this method, instead of doing something like putting together a to-do list where you list out everything that you've got to get done, you pick the top six, the six most important productive things that you need to accomplish tomorrow and no more than six. Put those in priority in the order of importance. When you arrive tomorrow, concentrate only on the first task and you work on it until it's finished. No task switching. And you approach the rest of the list the same way. At the end of the workday, you move any unfinished items to your new list for the next day and you repeat this process every working day. If you have six things on your list for tomorrow, you'd start working on one, right? And you don't move to the next one until you can check one off your list. Now, that's not to say that the three that you didn't finish today end up being one, two, and three tomorrow, because as a paralegal, your priorities are going to change every day. Maybe what was four, five, and six on your list today that didn't get done end up being five and six, and one of them drops off because you've got four other more higher priority things that end up on that Ivy Lee list. Another method you can do to prioritize your workday would be get the Pomodoro uh, app. Now, there's a lot of different Pomodoro apps out there. So the Pomodoro technique is pretty basic, but it really works. It says that you set a timer for 25 minutes, you work until the timer is up, and then you take a five-minute break. And you repeat the whole process three more times, and after that, you take a 15-minute break. Depends on how you feel. That's one full Pomodoro cycle. I've used this or other variations, and I'll talk about that in a minute. I've used it for a long time. Now, what I recommend, if you work in a law firm where you're tracking your billable hours, Instead of setting the timer for 25 minutes, set it for 24 minutes so that it's a straight 0.4 and then take your break. But keep in mind that I'm going to use air quotes that you can't see um, for taking the break. It might mean that that's the time that you're checking voicemails and emails that came in during that 24 minutes of uninterrupted work time. 
And if you're asking, yes, there's an app for that. You can do a Google search for best Pomodoro apps. It's spelled (laughs) P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O, Pomodoro, just like the tomato. But I want to recommend two of them that I've personally used, actually three, two that are my favorites. But so there's Focus Keeper, and that's if you've got an Apple phone, at least the last I knew it was only on Apple. There's the Forest app, and there's the Pomodoro-Focus app. I prefer Forest. It's got a gamify aspect to it. So the idea is that you set the timer for uninterrupted work time. And while you're working, a tree is growing in this forest on your phone. If you check your phone during that time, say, because you're curious who just texted you, then the app tells you to put the phone down or your tree's going to die. If you don't listen and you check that text message anyways, the tree dies. Then at the end of the day or the end of the week, you can look at your forest and see a beautiful green forest of trees or a bunch of sad dead trees. How do I know? Because there's been times where I've had to look at the end of the week and it showed me a bunch of dead trees. It was pathetic. On the other hand, when you start seeing a beautiful forest at the end of the day, and especially when you start adding different types of trees to your forest, it gives you that gamify aspect, right? That's why they put together apps like this. It's rewarding for you to see, and it motivates you to do even better tomorrow. There's also some web-based ones out there. If you prefer to have it on your computer, there's the Marinara timer, which interestingly enough, I think that the reason why it's called Marinara, I couldn't figure it out at first. And it's like, oh, Pomodoro tomatoes, right? Pomodoro and then Marinara. So there's the Marinara timer and toggle track. There's no E in toggle. It's T-O-G-G-L and then T-R-A-C-K. The thing about the toggle track is that it also has a timer on there for you to track your time, which is kind of cool, especially if you're, you know, billing hours. So your actionable strategies for today are manage your time and do it with one, stop multitasking. Two, replace your projects list with a task list. And then tackle that list by three, getting yourself a Pomodoro app to get some good chunks of undistracted work done. And if you don't want an app on your phone, you can just set your phone timer and maybe put a checkbox or a little star on your calendar so you can see like three stars at the end of each cycle or something like that. You don't have to get an app if you don't want it. It's just easier. Well, I hope these paralegal time management tips lead you into a super productive day and a day that gets you out of the office sooner. So we can talk more about that work-life balance, work-life choice. Have a great day. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.